What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the TSK Show. I am your host, Eric, the Duke of Sports Squire. I am joined by my co-host, the one and only Mr. 360, Tyler Pacholke. Before we start the show, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find myself or Tyler on social media, be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler Pacholke. All of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Anchor as well, and we are officially now on Spotify. Just type in keyword TSK show to find us. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you decide to listen to the TSK show so you can stay up to date on the newest episodes of the show. On this episode of the TSK show, it is the NFL Week 2 preview show. Tyler and I will announce the second TSK show power rankings of the season, and then we will make our picks of the week for Week 2 in the NFL. All right. Let's start the show. Welcome to the sports kingdom. Welcome to the sports kingdom. Welcome to the sports kingdom. What's going on, TP? You ready to talk some week two NFL? Um, I am. Do you know that our very first TSK episode was a week? Two preview of the 2017 NFL. Was it week two or week three? It was week two. Love it. There was only one game played. We're coming up on the two year anniversary. And yeah, we we reviewed week two first. Yeah, so that's pretty crazy. So, uh, I believe the anniversary date is the 16th. Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, we're uh, yeah nuts. It's been a, it's been a good year. This is season three that we're covering. So yeah, it's, it's been a it's hell of a nice ride. To, it's going to be nice someday to listen back on the NFL, my my view of the NFL, you know. Yeah. In retrospect. Yeah, it's definitely definitely been a crazy ride. It's been a lot of fun. So why don't we continue the ride with the second installment of the TSK Show Power Rankings? I'm ready, man. Let's do it. Um, okay, so... Not a lot of fluctuation as far as teams, only one new team. Okay. Um, and not a lot of movement, but one big movement and a couple, you know, reactions. Uh, the new team of the week at the 10 spot is the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh. Uh, coming off the big win over Atlanta. Yes. Um, Some I, might call it a statement game. I had the Browns at number 10 last week, so I kicked them out. They don't deserve Rightfully to be in the top. so. Rightfully so. They don't deserve to be in the top 10. They're special. I like their team. So uh, far, the dog pounds all bark, no bite. Yeah, I, I, I think they're going to have a great season, but they fucking blew it in the opener. Uh, kind of shows their maturity as an organization. So I got the Vikings um, at number 10. Two-way team, offense, defense are going to be... Uh, their They're going to be a wild card contender. That's where I see them. Their defense was huge for me in fantasy this week. Yeah, I see them as a wild card contender. Um, right above them is the person I think is going to win their division. Is the Green Bay Packers. They proved me right uh, as far as the Chicago game last week. They won a gritty game against them, which I think is a, a big win. Because they won in Chicago style. I think Chicago wants the game to be three to ten. Yeah, for sure. But um, Green Bay won. Now, real quick, before we move on, I want to talk about that Green Bay Chicago game for a second. And like you were saying, you you think Chicago wants 
the game to be 3-10. to 10. I definitely agree with that. I think Chicago doesn't want to let Aaron Rodgers beat them and turn the game into a high-scoring game because they know Trubisky can't can't hold he's up to He's not going to outgun him. Right. He's not going to outgun Aaron fucking Rodgers. But with that being said, that game was sloppy. It was bad football. It was a snoozer, man. It was a defensive game. It was a slot. It was a fight. It was a. It was a. It was a, um, not something that's like fun to watch for most people. Now, how much do you attribute that to Rogers not playing in the preseason? I don't think it has anything to do with Rogers not playing in the preseason. Interesting, because that a lot of people have been talking about how. No, Aaron, I think people are missing the point. It's a defensive football game. Um, <clears throat> People equate low scoring with bad football games. It's just a different football game. I mean, the beauty of it is, is that the defense, the defenses are just shutting each other down. Um, Chicago's defense is ready to play. Aaron Rodgers struggled. He scored 10 points. They won winning 10 points. Chicago's defense did their job. Yeah, they had negative 12 yards at the end of the first quarter. So, um, Chicago did their Chicago did their job. They just didn't do it on offense. Okay. All right. Sorry. I just I felt like we had to talk about that, and I forgot to mention that. No, it was, last a, it was a tough game to watch. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I wanted to. It was all defense. I mean, it was a good defensive battle, and uh, the offenses, you know, just couldn't get it going. Yeah. All right. Moving on to number eight. Number Who eight. You got, got the eight. Number eight. I got my Seahawks. Okay. And, all right. Uh, I've been happy, man. Um, they played very well. People got them in their top ten. Notably, I saw NFL.com had them at number eight that I have them at. And then Keyshawn Johnson had them at ten. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Pretty uh, encouraging, I would say. I I like those. And it's not just like a weird, you know, fluke thing, I think. Yeah, their their win was kind of like a loss in the sense that, like, they should have beat the Bengals handily. Yeah. Um, But they they got a grinding win, and their defense looked good. Offense looked terrible, but I think Russell Wilson, the coach, will turn around. Okay. So then, uh, after Seahawks at number seven, I got the Steelers. They they're the only team in my top ten that lost. They were um, number six last week. They were number six last week. Lost to New England, which is. They didn't know, even bother showing up, really. Yeah, I mean, it's just they're. Man, it's 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 a transition, you know. James Conner, Juju Smith. Let's see how you guys perform when you're dependent on. They're expecting a lot you more know, out before, of before. Before they were luxuries. They were just guys that like, oh, nice. They're performing well. This, you know, but we have Le'Veon, we have Antonio Brown. Yeah, no, and obviously they're missing those pieces now, and they add a piece like Dante Moncrief, and who they were expecting to be a lot more impactful on the game and he was nowhere to be found week yeah, one. Yeah, not a fan of him. I mean, I think James Washington's the one. Well, he didn't really do much either in game one. I think, well... He's, he's got to get more opportunity, though. He, yeah, he's he's young. He's still developing. Um, but the Steelers are going to be all right. They're, they're still number seven to me. Um, they've got a dangerous offense, dangerous defense, great great coaching, great, uh, great management, all that stuff, so... Um, number six, we got the Eagles. Uh, they got a comeback win over DC, which was big time. Yeah. So it kind of you can take it. You can take it two ways. It's either 
you know, they shouldn't be in a close game with D.C. Or they came back. I mean, they came back and won that game. They were down two-plus two scores, um, won the game in division. So uh, a lot of people got them as, like, a top-five team. Yeah, no doubt. Definitely it was unexpected for Washington to come out and really punch Philadelphia in the mouth to open up the game. Like you said, they got some more than two two score like a two score lead. Yeah, I think they got up as much as seventeen. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it says a lot about Philadelphia and their resiliency to be able to come back, know that they <clears throat> know that they're the better team and really in the face of adversity, really turn it up and, and win the game. Yeah, they showed a lot of metal, and I just think that they're gonna they're gonna be a problem for everybody in the NFC. Yeah. Um, but just ahead of them, I got a divisional foe. That's the Dallas Cowboys top five team. All right. Um, Is this the first time the Cowboys have ever been in the top five for you? Um, maybe. I mean. They've been, they've been close before. They got it. I mean, they've had talented teams. Yeah, they've definitely been in the top ten, no doubt. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't know. They they this might be their first time in the top five. Uh, they moved up four spots because they dominated New York Giants, which is not necessarily that surprising. But they did what they had to. And they got Zeke. I mean, Zeke's paid up. Dax Dax playing for money. Yeah, he'll, um, he'll get his situation figured their out. It's a blind. Is dominant. <clears throat> they have good young defense. They have everything you need to make a Super Bowl run. Whether I like them or not, I don't think they have great coaching, but they're a, they're a threat to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm not putting much faith in Jason Garrett, but at the end of the day, players are the ones that make the plays, and if if they're able to execute on the field, they're a Super Bowl contender, man. I mean, you can count on you can count on Dak, Zeke, Amari. Yeah, and especially not having that cloud, that cloud over them anymore with Zeke. Yeah, they're gonna be solid. Um, so top five team, uh, the top four is the same as last last week. Number four, I got the Rams. They got a close win against Carolina. Yes, which is a good win because Carolina's a good football team. So yeah, I like what the Rams are doing. Um, it's not that they're any less. The, the The top four is like the cream of the crop to me. Yeah, I think the top four stand above the, these other six teams. So, um, I just got them back because I'm just not 100% sold on Goff's ability to just stay consistent. Yeah. Listen, with the Rams, it's it's tough because it, it clearly looks like Todd Gurley is going to be on a pitch count. He split the carries with Malcolm Brown uh, last week. He ended up finishing with more carries, and he was able to really take charge in the fourth quarter, and he's what ended up saving victory for him uh, in the four-minute drill. But it's it's understandable to have question marks about him. Yeah, but they're like, they're top four, you know? Yeah. Their questions are because we're talking about Super Bowls here, so what are the telltale signs? Todd Gurley's knees, um, you know, can Jerry Goff lead this team without Todd Gurley? Uh, that kind of stuff. Can, they got all, one of the, can all these defensive players never play together? You know. Speaking of defensive players, I completely forgot to mention it last week when we were just talking about the Rams in general, but they got Clay Matthews. Yeah, great. <laughs> like, it's dope to see I completely forgot about that. And yeah, and that's the fun part about the week week one of the NFL is uh, free agency moves were so long ago 
And there's they were so much. There's so many clutch moves that you're just like, damn, I forgot. Like, Ziggy onside for the Seahawks. Yeah. It's just like, I remember having that realization a week ago. Like, fuck, I forgot we picked him up. Yeah. Like, we're ready to go. Um, so, yeah, it's it's cool to see Clay at home. Uh, number three, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. A uh, big win over Jacksonville, which I think they're a good team. Lost their quarterback, so um, I'll give Jacksonville the benefit of the doubt. But uh, Chiefs, even losing Tyreek, I think they're still a top, a top four team, number three, Super Bowl contender. Um, Mahomes, Andy Reid, I think they're bouncing back from the defense. Ty- yeah. Honey Badger, Frank Clark, you're ready to go. Yeah, listen, with Kansas City, it's – it's almost a good problem to have such a deep offense when you sustain an injury like losing Tyree Hill or Tyree Hill. But also with the addition of LaShawn McCoy, I think he's gonna be have to step up with Tyree Hill out. But yeah, I mean listen, I don't see them missing a beat. No, they're not no, they're no, it does it's it's uh, outside of Mahomes, there's no one player that can stop this squad. Yeah. Um Number two, I got the New Orleans Saints. Fucking got it done. <laughs> it was a close one. It was a close one. Um, Shout out Will Lutz. He's my kicker. Sunday night, Sunday night football, right? Yeah. No. Monday night football. The first game of Monday night football. The first game of Monday night football. Yeah. Right. The four o'clock um, game. Fuck, what a game. Watched that whole game. That was an awesome Yeah. Game. Awesome ending. Uh, got to see Deshaun Watson do Deshaun Watson shit. Led his team to victory. Yeah. Did what he needed to do. Defense but, came up short. But there are always the, uh, there's always that guy that ruins everything for you. There's very few quarterbacks that no matter how much time is left on the clock, you say that That's is enough time to get it done. And Drew Brees got the rock and made it happen. And uh, Will Lutz is a, is a baller, got it done. And Saints won an unbelievable game winner. Yeah, Will Lutz, um, Will Lutz was facing a lot of pressure because he missed a very similar distance Sean field Payton, goal. Sean Payton and Drew Brees just so aware not to use that timeout and save it. Yep. Got the kickoff, got three plays off, and uh, I think that was a, that was one of the more impressive wins of the of the night. Yeah. You know, I was back and forth all game, ended up winning. Um, and then number one, as always, the New England Patriots. What is I mean? What are, what is there to say? They got Antonio Brown now. Adding that to what the receiving core did this past week against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh obviously was a no show, and on banner night and ring night, the Patriots let everybody know this is still their league. Yeah, it's going to be dangerous when Antonio Brown gets on the field. Matt, you know he's gonna it's gonna work out. Uh, week six, seven, eight. Antonio Brown's playing for New England. It's going to be fucking dangerous. Yeah, listen, he has... Like, every game dangerous. He'll, he'll get some big games before then, but these first five weeks, he'll, he'll, he'll figure everything out, and then it's going to be a problem. Yeah, once he gets a, a feel for the offense, it's, it's lights out. But all right. So, yeah. Run it back the, real quick. That's the power rankings. Um, number one, Patriots. They got the Saints, Chiefs, Rams, and Cowboys in my top five. Then Eagles, Steelers, Seahawks, Packers, Vikings, Toronto, the top ten. All right. 
moving on now to the picks of the week for week two of the NFL. How did you do last week? What was your record, sir? Um, I went 9-7. and seven. Not impressive. So, are we counting the tie as a loss? I did. Okay. Because I didn't so, pick it right. Okay. So... We've always counted ties as losses. I just... I couldn't remember. I wanted to... Well, because in my... Make sure. Because in my eyes, we picked... Right. We picked a winner. In my eyes, there's three, there's three ways we can pick. Right. And we didn't pick the right one. Because a tie is a possible outcome, there's... Yeah. And... Ugh, there should not be fucking ties in football. No, there shouldn't. Um, not in regular season. Just doesn't make sense. It, not ever. Or regular season and playoffs. I'm sorry. Ties. Preseason, fine. Ties don't belong in sports, in my opinion. They shouldn't belong in soccer. Not professional sports. Not in anything where a win like helps. Sports you. is competition. Like there should be a winner and a loser. There, there shouldn't be a tie. There's, there should be no such thing as a draw. Do you At think? At a certain point, you got to call a game, though. But. Uh, listen. Listen, there's got to be a winner. But anyway, all right. So you went nine and seven. Yep. I went eleven and five. All right. Good way to start the. Yeah. Good way to start the year. Yeah. So I'm starting off the year with a, a two game advantage. Solid. Yeah. So. So, so you went eleven and four. Outside of the tie game. Yeah, I went eleven four and one. One mile. Five. Yeah, but you went eleven four, and then the tie game was your fifth loss. Yeah. All right. I'll make it up. We'll see. We'll see if I got it. Now, what's interesting was we were talking before we started recording, and you said uh, it was a tough, tough week to pick some winners, and you said you had a lot of road. Yeah. Winners. I also have a lot of road winners. Well, the teams I had last year playing on the road this week, so it's interesting. Yeah, so you, it'll be interesting to see how much ground you can make up with this. I think I think, I think the road teams got it. All I right, it's, it's day and age with that sound speaking of the factor. All right, so Thursday night football, we got two zero and one teams matching up. Division matchup. We got Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to Carolina to take on Cam Newton and the Panthers. The line for this game is Carolina minus seven. Who you got? I got the Panthers. I also have the Panthers. Uh, one of my rare home winners this week, but ultimately I think the Panthers almost were able to steal one from the Rams. I knew it was going to be hard for the Rams traveling east week one. Most of their starters didn't play the preseason. Carolina looked great. McCaffrey put up impressive numbers. Cam Newton looked like Cam Newton. The defense was pretty good. So ultimately, I think the the Panthers are just the better team. It's it's pretty simple. Superior team. Yeah. All right. Moving on to Sunday, we got the morning games. First game we got is San Francisco traveling to Cincinnati. 49ers coming in at 1-0, Bengals 0-1. The line for this is Cincinnati minus 2. I got the Bengals. Ooh, I got the 49ers. I got Jimmy G coming in and getting a W in Cincy. I I I watched the Bengals play tough. 
against my Seahawks, and I just think low of the 49ers. So uh, I got the Bengals winning this one. All right. Well, there's one way to, to make up some ground right there. The next game we got is the Los Angeles Chargers traveling to Detroit to take on the Lions. Chargers coming in at 1-0, coming off an overtime victory over the Indianapolis Colts. And then obviously the Lions were part of that tie game with the Cardinals. And the Lions had absolutely no business being in overtime with the Cardinals. And that's exactly why I think the Chargers are going to come in and win on the road. The line for this is Chargers minus two and a half. Yeah, I like the Chargers as well. I just don't think the Lions got a lot going for them right now. Yeah. They're a run-style team, and they've got a good quarterback and wide receivers. Yeah, and listen, you got to give a lot of credit to Kyler Murray and the Arizona offense and what they did against Detroit being down so much and Kyler starting off so bad. And him able him able to turn it around, it says a lot about the Lions and how they were able to give that up, and it's it's not looking good for them. No, they they they're they're a draft or two away from being a contender. You never want to hear that. No, <laughs> no, but that's where they're at as a franchise for sure. Yeah. All right. The next matchup we got is a top 10 matchup. We got the Minnesota Vikings going to Green Bay. Yep. Two 1-0 teams. Man. Green Bay, two, uh, two, two divisional games to start the year. Yeah. Chicago, Minnesota, right off the bat. Two of, the, two of their biggest rivals, too. Well, Our, I mean, we just got done trashing the Lions, so it's like, <laughs> these are the two teams they got to play. Yeah. But I... I uh, I like the getting the dub. Yeah, I like the Packers winning this game. And the line is the line is Packers minus three. I like a big win for the Packers. You think you think it's gonna be a bounce back game? You think you yeah. think they're gonna get the offense rolling at Lambeau? Yeah, I mean Vikings have just as good of a defense as Chicago, but it's the Vikings, Packers. So I think there's another element to it with the divisional, you know. Yeah. The well. No, the Chicago's not divisional, but there's just... I think they got a better matchup. Okay. All right, the next game we got in the morning is the Indianapolis Colts, who are coming off that overtime loss here in Los Angeles to the Chargers. They're taking on a division opponent, the Tennessee Titans, who blew out the... Why am I blanking? Who did they play last week? Why am I blanking? Jacksonville. Yes, thank you. Jacksonville. And we obviously know Jacksonville lost Nick Foles. That obviously contributed to Tennessee having their way with Jacksonville. But Tennessee is favored in this game, minus three. I got the Colts coming in and winning on the road. I think they performed very well in the overtime loss to the Chargers. I think no matter what happened with Andrew Luck in the offseason, I think they'll be able to overcome that. As a team, I think Jacoby Brissett and T.Y. Hilton have a great relationship. T.Y. Hilton had a great, uh, I think it was like 30-yard run against the Chargers for a touchdown. And 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think Indianapolis ultimately is just a better team. I think Tennessee was able to, to catch a break against Jacksonville, and they were able to take advantage of it. I got Tennessee with the win. <laughs> oh, we love it. Um, I think that the Colts are, are a good football team, but I think times are hot. You're going to be at home, 1-0. I think they get the win, get the dub. Okay. They're a chip on their shoulder type of football team. I don't like the Titans. I think they're a bottom 10 team. But uh, I like them this week against Colts. Okay. All right. The next matchup we got, another divisional matchup. The New England Patriots, defending Super Bowl champs, coming off the big blowout victory on Sunday Night Football against Pittsburgh. They're traveling down south to South Beach to Miami to take on the 0-1 Dolphins. Take a guess what the line is for this. <laughs> You're being too nice. New England minus 19. But get this. That's fucking terrible. Get this. New England is 1-6 in, in their last seven matchups in Miami. Yep. Um, shout out to homie Eric uh, Waltzingham. Yep. He's a Dolphins TSK fan. show guest. Been on the TSK show. He's a Dolphins fan. Um, he just explained to me about the weather, the time zone, the traveling there, and you know, just the dynamic of playing in Miami is tough. And you add the divisional rivalry aspect to it. You know, it's a tough travel. Yeah. And but but New England is a favorite. <laughs> Big how, favorite. That's how it goes. Big favorite. And I, th- I mean, listen, I, I can't not pick the Patriots to win this game, you know. No. Dolphins are figuring it out, man. They gotta, they gotta get a hold of their franchise. Yeah. They gotta make a bunch of moves, trade a bunch of players, sign a bunch of guys, draft a bunch of guys, stockpile draft picks for the future, um, completely rebuild what you're doing, and get your type of guys in there, get people that want to play. Yeah. All right, the next matchup we got is the Buffalo Bills traveling to the Meadowlands again. This is a tough game to call. To take on the New York Giants. Buffalo coming in after a gritty victory over the New York Jets. The Giants. Yeah, I didn't think, I didn't think that they could win that game. No, that was one I got wrong uh, last week. But and even watching the game, it was just like, dude, the Jets got this. Yeah. And then they blew it. Bills came back. Hey, listen, the Jets were the Jets. But New York obviously coming off that blowout, that blowout loss to the Dallas Cowboys. The line for this is Buffalo minus two. I have Buffalo winning this game. I think they're just a better team. I have more faith in Josh Allen at this point than I do Eli Manning, and that says a lot. I, I got the Bills as well. I think they got a better defense. They got a better offense. So got to go with the got to go with the Bills, even on the road. It's a pretty short trip. Won't be too tough. Yeah. Walk in there and get the win. Listen, I was. It was funny. I was talking about this with my uncle. The Bills had a. I don't think a team, at least that I can remember, and he said it as long as he could remember. I don't think any team has ever played the Jets and the Giants in back to back weeks, like playing at the Meadowlands two weeks in a row, and then Buffalo being in New York itself, it's like most teams, if they're on the West Coast and have to play the Jets and the Giants back-to-back weeks or whatever, they would most likely stay 
on the East Coast for the entire week. Buffalo gets the luxury of getting to sleep in their own beds for the entire yeah, week. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be the Jets or the it's got to be the Jets or Buffalo though, because they're in the same division. So yeah. you know they play every year. Yeah, for sure. So it's just like, when do they line up with the Giants? Yeah, but I don't think it ever happens with the other team. No, it's crazy. Yeah. But, all right, the next matchup we got, obviously, the Seattle Seahawks traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Tough game. This was my toughest pick of the week, honestly. It's a tough game. Um, I really like Seattle's defense versus the Steelers' offense. Um, Yeah, I think it's... It's the other side of the ball that concerns me. I think that Pittsburgh's offense still needs a few more weeks to figure it out. So I think Seattle definitely has an advantage on defense. I, I bet you if you look in the Seahawks history since Beat Girl, we struggle at 10 a.m. games. Listen, every West Coast team struggles when they travel <laughs> to the East Coast. So that's another element of it. And uh, But I got the Seahawks going to the Pittsburgh and the Dub. Dude. I got I to gotta rock with the I, NFC West. I'm, I'm picking Seattle as well. I just think that their defense is locked in and ready to go. And it's going to be a Big Ben problem. Yeah. Uh, they've got injuries up front. So uh, let's exploit it. Yeah. All right, next matchup we got is the Dallas Cowboys going to the nation's capital to take on the Washington Redskins. Dallas coming in off that blowout victory against the Giants. Washington coming off a comeback loss against the Philadelphia Eagles. The line for this is Dallas minus 5.5. And And then I don't think I mentioned it before, but the Pittsburgh Steelers-Seahawks line is minus four and a half in favor of Pittsburgh. So I don't know how you feel about that real quick. I mean, that's decent spread for our own team, but should be three. Okay. All right. So, yeah, like I said, Dallas is minus five and a half. I got Dallas beating Washington. I just think ultimately yeah. Dallas is the yeah. more talented team. I think Dallas is, is really scary. They're yeah. looking like it for sure. I know it's only one week, but... No, they're scary. I think they're they're going to be, you know, something that can win a couple of playoff games. Yeah. All right, the next matchup we got the Arizona Cardinals, uh, the other team in the tie last week. They're traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. I got the Ravens winning this game. Yeah. But like I said, give credit to Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals offense for what they did. To, to come back in the face of adversity. Yep. And ultimately, I know it ended up in a tie and there wasn't a winner. I think it's a win for them. Yeah, it, and it definitely is a big boost for Kyler Murray to know that he's able to come back from something like that. Yeah. And listen, having a wide receiver like Larry Fitzgerald, Larry Legend, man, coming in the clutch for him in the fourth quarter in overtime. They've got some nice pieces down Yeah, there. it was huge for him. It was huge uh, for him. There's not a lot of expectations this year. So I think the tie, and you're saying, the bounce-back performance for Kyler to come back and play well was great. Yeah, not um, many. I think that the focus on this game was the quarterbacks. Yeah, not many rookie quarterbacks get to experience that, especially week one. Christian Kirk and, um, oh my guy, the rookie, uh, I forget his last name, Hakeem some. Um, but they, Hakeem Ward? No, oh, no, that's a basketball player. 
No, they got they got some promising young, you know, big receivers and to pair with Larry and David Johnson. So I think Arizona's got some promise. They're gonna be nice for Kyler Murray to grow. Um but I can't speak highly enough about Lamar Jackson. He looked incredible. Um, I think his quote was phenomenal uh, when asked about the... Pretty good for a running back. When he asked about the perfect pass rating to respond with pretty good for running backs, great. Yeah. I was always 100% behind him as far as he's a quarterback. He's That's the position he plays. Um, I grew up as Michael Vick being my favorite football player, still is to this day. And Lamar Jackson is hands down, without a doubt, the closest thing I've ever seen to Michael Vick. And I consider Michael Vick to be the most dangerous ball carrier of all time, only behind Barry Sanders. So No arguments from When it comes to someone having the football in their hands... I think only Barry Sanders was more dangerous than Michael Vick. And this Lamar Jackson kid, he's right there. He's right there. Yeah. He, he's he's knocking on the door with with the goats. Alright, so this is another big spread. You want to take a stab at, at what you think it is? 13. 13 and a half. Minus 13.5 in favor of Baltimore. There we go. Yeah, I think they get the win. Yeah, They're no hot. doubt. No doubt. Moving on, the next game we got, divisional matchup. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars, 0-1, traveling to Houston to take on the Texans, who are also 0-1. But I think the Houston Texans are a lot better than an 0-1 football team. They, <laughs> 99 out of 100 games, they win. Yeah. But they played Drew Brees and Sean Payton that last week, so they took the L. Yeah. But it was a win. Similar to the Seahawks win really being an L, you know, because yeah. we, won, we won the game. But, but it should have it should have been a better game. It was, you didn't yeah, execute it, on it offense. It was a win, but it was a loss. This is, like, the exact opposite. Yeah. I, I think Texans, now, because of their history, it's hard for them to accept some, some you know, feel-good win. But that was a win. They won that game. They just happened to run into Drew Brees and Sean Payton. Yeah. The line for this is Houston minus nine. Uh, like we both said, I think we both got Houston winning this game. So moving on, we got Kansas City going to Oakland up in the Bay. Kansas City and, Bo- and Oakland are both 1-0. and Kansas City obviously coming off a really good performance week one. And he- Oakland winning on Monday Night Football against a pretty lackluster Denver Broncos team. The line for this is Kansas City favored by a touchdown. I got Kansas City winning on the road, even with Tyreek Hill being out. Yeah. We've said it multiple times already. They're not going to miss a beat on offense, I think. Sammy Watkins is right back where he was. I mean, he's kind of like a Paul George almost. I mean, he really is that good of a wide out. I think he's a true number one. He's finally healthy, really. And he's a guy that suffered a big injury with the team. You know, made his comeback, but it wasn't quite the same. And now he's going to move on. 
and now it seems like he's fully past the injury. Yeah, that second year after an injury is always better. And he just looks like a number one again. Tyreek Hill is a special football player, but Kansas City is so deep, so dominant, so well coached that, yeah, they're not going to miss a beat. Yeah. They're going to dominate. Yeah. All right, next matchup we got. For the afternoon games is the Chicago Bears coming in at 0-1, traveling to the Mile High City to take on the Denver Broncos, also coming in at 0-1. Yep. I got the Bears coming in and taking care of business. I think their defense is going to have their way with Joe Flacco and Phillip Lindsay. I think Mitch Trubisky and Allen Robinson are going to have a great day. Okay, so... All right, first of all, I think the Bears will probably win this game, but you can't go dissing Joe Flacco, Super Bowl winning quarterback. And I'm not Lindsay, dissing him, I'm just saying. Joe Lindsay, a Pro Bowl running back for fucking Mitch Trubisky and Allen Robinson. I'm not saying Mitch Trubisky and Allen Robinson are better than Joe Flacco and Philip Lindsay. I'm saying. Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith are going to have this their is, way with Joe Flacco this, and Philip Lindsay. This is going to be a good. This is going to be a good football game. I ultimately did pick the Bears, but both these teams want to win this game. This is in Mile High. Yeah, and I think Denver's got the top ten defense, and I like their offense. They're going to be a gritty offense. They're going to win games. I I got Chicago winning this game. Me too. <laughs> I mean, I think the Broncos are good, but I think the Bears are better. You're right. Cleo, you know, the Browns defense, they're the difference makers. Bears defense. Bears. But fucking Trubisky and Robinson don't got anything to do with this Bears one. <laughs> All right. Now, probably the biggest matchup of the week, I think, the rematch of the NFC Championship game. Yeah. New Orleans Saints coming here to the City of Angels to take on the Rams. Definitely the Sunday game I'd watch. Yeah. It's a 1 o'clock kick. No no reason for anybody to miss it. I'm pretty sure I got Sunday off, so I might somehow try and figure out a way to get in there. So that'd be pretty cool if I could figure that out. But like I said, we got the Saints coming in at 1-0. They had, obviously, the miraculous victory in Houston. Or, no, it was in the Big Easy. Excuse me. It was in New Orleans to open up the season against the Texans. The Rams, like I said, it was going to be a tough matchup going east to Carolina, but they were able to get it done. And I got to stick with my guys. I got the Rams winning. Come on now. Of course. Gotta Come go on. Um, this is a tough game. Power. Two top no, four. it's two top four teams. I think these are the two best teams in the NFC. It's going to be a I'm battle. Gonna, I'm going with the Saints, though. That's fine. That's fine. You can have them. You can take so the Saints. We'll take, we'll take some separation there. The line is Rams minus two and a half. So it's Vegas thinks it's going to be a close yeah, game. Everyone gonna thinks it's going to be a close game. It's going to be game of the week for sure. All right. The next matchup we got is the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday Night Football going down to Atlanta. Yes, sir. To take on the Falcons. The line for this is Philly minus one and a half. And I got Philly, Carson Wentz. Alshon Jeffries, Nelson Aguilar, Malcolm Jenkins, everybody on the defense. I got them coming into Atlanta and taking one from them and going to two and zero. I got I got Philly winning as well. I think this is going to be a great game, though. 
Great Sunday night football matchup. I think Matt Ryan and Julio Jones are going to have a bounce back week. I think it'll show up. I think I think it'll be a better week for Atlanta. It was definitely a tough look coming out week one and looking like complete dog shit against the Minnesota Vikings. But I think Atlanta will figure it out. Yeah. They'll be all right. Now, last game of the week, Monday Night Football. Trash game. The Cleveland Browns going up to the Meadowlands to take on the New York Jets. Both teams own one. This is Baker versus Sam Darnold. That's a good one. Yeah, the line for this is Cleveland minus two and a half. I have Cleveland winning. I'm not happy about it because because of how they performed week one. Like I said at the start, the dog pound is all bark and no bite right now. But hopefully they can figure it out. I don't know if OBJ is going to wear a watch again. I hope he doesn't. He better not. <laughs> Wouldn't shock me if he did, though. No. But I think ultimately the Browns are going to get it done. Miles Garrett is a stud on defense. Sam Darnold, yes, is a great talent, but ultimately I don't think the Jets have enough to contain the Browns. That's exactly how I feel. I mean, I think the Browns just got too much firepower for the Jets. Yeah. So, all right, that uh, that wraps up week two. So how many road teams do you have winning? You said how many? Ten. Ten? I got 11. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah. We'll see how that all. We got different road teams winning. So. Yeah. So we'll see how that all pans out for us. Uh, like we said on the last episode, obviously today is September 11th, so uh, it's obviously a day. In, oh, New York City. Yeah, it's a day in America that we'll never forget. But with that, that wraps up this episode of the TSK Show. Don't forget, you can find us at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find myself or Tyler on social media, be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler Pacholke. All of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Anchor as well. And we are now on Spotify. Just type in keyword TSK Show to find us. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you decide to listen to the TSK Show so you can stay up to date on the newest episodes of the show. We appreciate you all so much for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode of the TSK Show. Peace.